<sighs> Wake up indeed. Ah, thank you, Mr. Shinedown, and your hit jam, Black Soul, for uh, leading me in right there and opening the old beer. Uh, welcome to episode 11 of Having a Beer with Jer. Uh, I'm glad you could join me for this one. Uh, we will be doing the NFL Week 5 preview. Uh, before we get into it, we got some stuff going on right now. We got the AL wildcard game starting off similar to last night's NL wildcard game. Tampa Bay going up quick. A couple home runs early. They're currently winning 4 to 1 in the bottom of the third. A's just scored their first run. I like that. I have the A's winning this game, like I said in the last episode, in an extra inning game. So it's going to be a long night. But I figured I had some time to kill since this game's on. My little man sleeping. Figured I'd crack a beer and put a little episode together. Uh, I got some other stuff going on tonight as well. Over on TNT, AEW, the new wrestling starting tonight on cable. They've had some shows on pay per views and YouTube and what, but tonight they debut on cable going head to head with WWE NXT. So, War Wednesdays. I guess you could call it. So it's nice. It's good for the wrestling game because WWE has dominated for years. And it's, I haven't watched it because I've been watching the baseball game. Thank God for DVR, right? I haven't watched either of them. Got to get caught up. We got the Hell in a Cell this weekend on Sunday. So that's the little wrestling tidbit for you wrestling fans out there. Got to get a wrestling podcast at some point, but I want to do that one with some people. Like, feel like I would just be sitting there with absolutely no audience if it's just me talking WWE. But anyways, let's get into the NFL and week five and what's coming up and what games I've picked and whatnot. Uh, my last week's results were not that great. I went three and two, so it was a winning record for the week for the games that I talked about on here. Um, we got the updated power rankings for MVP through week four. They are a lot different from last week, let me tell you. After last week's shit play from some of the quarterbacks, I had to reevaluate my list, and I made a new one. It's almost completely new from last week. Uh, week After week three, we had Pat Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Delvin Cook. After week four... I'm still going to put Pat Mahomes at the top. I know he didn't throw a touchdown. He didn't run for a touchdown, blah, blah, blah. They still won. They're 4-0, and he's the best quarterback in the game right now. He's on pace for 6,000 yards still. Number two, they weren't even on the list last week. But I'm putting the entire Patriots fucking defense on there. They are outstanding. Uh, it's extremely fun to watch. What have they given up, what, 13 points? Or 14, they, yeah, 13. Either way, they've been ridiculous, and they were outstanding again last week against the Bills. I might get some shit for the next few, but I don't care. It's my show. Uh, number three, I put Matt Stafford. Uh, he was not on the list. He wasn't even on my radar, but I watched most of that Chiefs game. He battled through a hip injury, and he's been playing very, very, very well. There are two wins, one loss, one tie. But, yeah, I'm putting Matty Stafford at three. I probably could have put Russell Wilson down as number three, but I'm putting Russell Wilson at four because I did it in pen. Can't erase it. So Russell is at four with the three and one Seahawks, and he looks very good. 
Uh, number five. Another guy I might get shit is a co. I got a co-fiver. We got Jacoby Brissett from the Colts and Christian McCaffrey. Putting both of them at the five spot. Based on last week, things could change. These are my power rankings. They are what I want them to be. If you guys have any input, comment on Jair's Having a Beer with Jair Facebook page. Don't be afraid. So let's get into some other stuff. We still have three undefeated teams in the NFL. We have the New England Patriots at 4-0, the Kansas City Chiefs at 3-0, and the San Francisco 49ers at 3-0. They are coming off a bye. Now, the NFL has been very gross so far as far as teams. We have, in the AFC, we have three teams above 500: the Bills, Chiefs, and Pats. Seven teams at 2-2. Two and two. NFC, eight teams above 500, five teams at 2-2. Two and two. So realistically, there's 23 teams still with a chance. I know it's only been four weeks, but I got to say it. Everyone else says it. So, yeah, 23 teams still at 2-2 two and two or above 500. That's pretty good. Now, there's a lot of shit teams out there, even the 2-2 two and two teams. There are a lot of shit teams, and... We'll see how the next few weeks play out and see who the real favorites are going forward. The AFC is pretty much done. Unless some dramatic injury happens, it's going to be the Pats and Chiefs in the AFC Championship. That's a given unless something crazy happens, like Tom Brady breaks a nut or something like that. But, yeah, that's done. The NFC is wide open still. That could be anybody. Uh, I still like the Seahawks. Uh, the Eagles are still there at two and two, so it's a wide open. Uh, some news: the Cincinnati Bengals lost their wide receiver, John Ross, most likely for at least eight weeks with a shoulder injury. He got put on IR today, which kind of sucks because as bad as the Bengals are, he's been really, really good to start the season, and he's finally been breaking out with the absence of AJ Green. Uh, Steven Goskowski, I dropped him yesterday in fantasy. I knew something was up, and today he's now out for the year. Mitchell Trubisky, most likely missing this week with a shoulder injury. Chase Daniel show, baby. Um, some big news for Kansas City. Tyreek Hill practiced today, so that's scary. And that's it for the news. So let's get into the games that I wanted to break down this week. Try to go quick. I don't want to... Keep you guys up all night because I know you guys have been waiting for this all night in the last couple days. So let's get right into the first matchup of the of the week. That's the Thursday night football game, the three and one Rams at the three and one Seattle Seahawks. Um, the Rams do not look like the same team as last year. It's almost like they won the Super Bowl and they have the Super Bowl hangover this year. I've told you this, guys, this before. Jared Goff's home and road splits are drastically different. And he's not performed on the road throughout his whole career. I don't know what's wrong with the defense. They gave up 55 fucking points to Jamison Winston and the Buccaneers last week. And they and they lost. And what did they score? 40? 46? Something like that. You can't do that. And where's Todd Gurley? He's got to be getting frustrated out there. Or he's just a bum already? That can't be true. But you got to get Todd Gurley involved. I want to see some 
Brandon Cooks, Robert Woodson, Robert Woods. I mean, this team is a favorite to go to the Super Bowl again this year, and they look nothing like last year's team. You can't be giving up 55 points to Tampa Bay and Jameis Winston. No way. No way. The Seahawks, on the other hand, I feel like they're going unnoticed. I don't know why, but I'm I'm big on the Seahawks this year. Uh, Russell Wilson could be my favorite quarterback, not named Tom Brady. I absolutely love the guy. I think he's a fantastic game manager. I think he's fun to watch. He has a smoking hot wife that I'm sure I did dirty things to myself when I was a teenager watching her. But we'll get into that another time. Uh, Chris Carson had a big bounce back week last week. He got over 100 yards. He didn't fumble the ball, which is huge. Uh, Rashad Penny could be back next this week as well. So that could be a double-headed monster. And the backfield for the Seahawks could cause all kinds of fits for the Rams. Uh, big Montana. He seems to be the new favorite target for Russell. I know he's got Tyler Lockett, but Big Will Disley, he's uh, he's been awesome. He's got two back-to-back games with touchdowns. He's got five or more catches in three straight weeks. So he's coming onto the scenes now to be one of those, I guess you can call them elite tight ends or emerging star as an elite tight end because there ain't many of them in the league. Um, and the 12th man is real. I'll tell you that. Uh, at home, the Seahawks are outstanding, and I do not see the Rams coming in and taking down the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to win that game tomorrow night to go to 4-1. and one. And here is an interesting, fun fact for you guys to look forward to tomorrow. Russell Wilson has never thrown for 200 yards against a Sean McVay-coached Rams. So let's see if he can get over that hump and get to 200 yards tomorrow night on Thursday night football. So again, taking the Seahawks over the Rams tomorrow night. Ah, the next game, we got the 3-1 and Buffalo Bills heading into the 2-2 two and two Titans. You know, I said it before, I think the Bills are a playoff team. I'm sticking to that. They're 3-1. and one. I think they proved last week at home that they can hang uh, they lost 16-10 to the New England Patriots. That's that's a win in my book. You know, I thought for sure that they were obviously I said they were going to lose both games to the Patriots, and they came so close. Now Josh Allen left that game. Josh Allen is not a good quarterback, but would he have given them more of a chance than Matt Barkley last week? Could he have made something happen with his feet? Could he have gotten down there? And if and put a winning drive together. Probably not. Probably not. But at the same time, Tom Brady is not going to be a friggin' terrible QB like that ever again. He was god-awful last week. And, you know, he had that one drive where he drove him all the way down, was it like 60, 70 yards, and then he throws an interception. You won't see that again. He probably does that every 10 years. But I think it just showed that the Bills' defense is for real. They're ranked like four, top five. They might even be fourth, and the Patriots were first. That was a defensive battle. That was a smash-mouth football game. I loved it. Uh, I hope Josh Allen is okay to come back for this game because he sucks, but I think he does give them the ch- better chance to win than Matt Barkley. 
Frank Gore did Frank Gore things like he usually does, but he's going up against a good run defense in Tennessee. I'm hoping Delvin Singletary is back from his hamstring. He's missed the last two weeks. There was no reason to rush him back last week against New England. But that would be nice to have him back because he's a more dynamic runner than Frank Gore. Frank Gore is just run it right down the middle, and it works for him. He's been doing it for 75 years, and he's going to continue to do it for another 15. Uh, the Titans, they have a good D. Uh, they have a terrible quarterback. They average about 120, 125 yards rushing, which is right in the middle of the pack in the NFL. But their quarterback, Marcus Mariotto, he's he's such an asshole. He sucks. Former number two overall pick. He just sucks. Like they got rookie AJ Brown who busted out last week for three and ninety and a touchdown or whatever. Corey Davis, who's been a fantasy sleeper, I'm using quotations for like his entire career. But they have a terrible quarterback. You know, get them anybody who could throw the ball downfield, and both those guys, AJ Brown and Corey Davis, would be elite fantasy wide receivers and if not just elite wide receivers in the nfl altogether uh derrick henry's a beast it's gonna have to be a derrick henry game to win but again he's going up against the bills defense who's very good sonny michelle and the patriots running backs did absolutely nothing again so i'm gonna have to say with a terrible quarterback play and the great defense of the bills i'm taking the bills to get a bounce back win and go to four and one All right, next on the docket, we got the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the three and one Saints. Um, really wouldn't care about this game all that much, but I got to stick with it because the Bucks came off a fifty five point game against the form or the second the runner up in the Super Bowl last year, the Rams. They scored fifty five points. They're going up against the Saints, a similar team to the Rams. I'd like to see what the Bucks do this week. Can Jameis Winston keep putting up the monster numbers that he's been putting up the last few weeks? He's just been balling out. And for fantasy owners, they're loving that. And for the Saints, you know, what can I say? I've doubted them the last two weeks with Teddy Bridgewater under center, and Teddy's done exactly what Teddy's supposed to do. He is just mistake-free for the most part. He's not going to wow you in any way possible on the field but I've doubted him for two weeks now and he's proved me wrong by going 2-0 to help the Saints get to 3-1 which is huge with Drew Brees out Um, this week my bold prediction this week is that Teddy Bridgewater gets over 200 yards passing and they let him throw a touchdown pass this week so tune in to the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. As I say, the Saints are going to go to 4-1 and one as they take down the Buccaneers this week. Now my next game here is the 3-1 Packers going to the 3-1 Dallas Cowboys. I honestly do not really care about this game at all. I know on paper it looks great. I hate both fucking teams. I hope they both lose. I don't know how that's possible, but I hope they do. Devontae Adams most likely out for this week. That's a huge loss as he finally broke out last Thursday against the Eagles, and Aaron Rodgers finally got his baby back in that offense. So that kind of sucks for them. But I really don't care. I hope he's out the rest of the year because I need the Vikings to win some games and catch them. Um, 
I think this is going to be a big Elliot game, big Zeke. Big Zeke. I think he's going to finally uh, bust out and have one of those 130, 140-yard games and two touchdowns and uh, let everyone know that it's his team and not Dak's team because Dak has looked like shit the last two weeks as they only put up, what, 10 points last week against the Saints? Yeah. If you're only putting 10 points up and you're only giving up 13, you're going to lose by three. So let that sink in. But unfortunately, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. I don't know which team I hate the most between the two, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys to improve to 4-1, and and the Packers will go to 3-2 and on the year. Next up, we got the Colts heading to the 4-0 Chiefs. Um, really not much to say at the game itself. I mean, I like the game. I hope it's a good game. The Lions gave the Chiefs a great game last week. I, I think Indianapolis is similar to the Lions in a way. I know they're not. You know, one's in Indian, one's in Detroit. But I think they're similar run-style teams. They'd like to run the ball. Both have decent running backs. But Marlon back. Marlon Mack left last week with an ankle injury. Couldn't finish the game. He was not ruled out, but he didn't finish the game. So hopefully he's back, not just for the Colts, but for Jair's fantasy team because I'm going to need him. Um, they didn't have Tyreek or not Tyreek, sorry, T.Y. Hilton last week. He was out with a quad or thigh injury, hoping he's back. Uh, The defense for the Colts is not what they thought it was going to be. Last year, they were very, very good with a couple rookies at linebacker, and they were young. This year, they're ranked 27th on the air. That's not where they anticipated being. Jacoby Brissett's been awesome. Like I said, I put him in the top five in the MVP power ranking. He's thrown multiple touchdowns in every game. He's going to have to throw the ball a lot this week. There's no doubt about it. The Chiefs are going to be up at one way or another, or they're going to catch you and take the lead, but you're going to try to have to match Patrick Mahomes and his offense. There's just no way around it. So can Jacoby Brissett do it? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. As far as the Chiefs' side of things go, what can you really say about them? they got Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to go back-to-back weeks without throwing a touchdown or running for a touchdown. He's got the Ferrari coming out of the garage, hopefully, this week as Tyreek Hill practiced for the first time. So that's just scary. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, is it Demarcus Robinson, um, Mikel Hardman, Travis Kelsey. Gross, 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 the weapons he has there. Not to mention Shady McCoy. Damian Williams could be back this week. Daryl Williams has been the workhorse the last two weeks. How do you stop this offense? I don't know if you do. Uh, the more I watch them, the more I see more players, and Andy Reid would just plug and play any running back, and they'll do damage. They're going to be so scary. But I think ultimately early on it's going to be a good game. But at home, the Chiefs are going to take down the Colts, and they're going to go to 4-0. And the last game that I highlighted for this week is Monday night's matchup between the Two and two first place Cleveland Browns headed to the three and oh 49ers. 49ers are coming off a bye, which is an early bye, which could suck for them because they don't have that many injuries other than Telvin Coleman, who could be back this week. But I like the teams that get the bye later on in the year to get some rest towards the end of the year. Uh Nick Chubb is the reason why. 
the Browns won last week. He was an absolute monster against the Brown or Ravens. Ran for over 160, three touchdowns, and he was just a beast, which is shocking because the Browns' offensive line has been absolutely brutal to start the year. Their defense has been really good in the first four weeks. They're in the top ten ranked. I think they're sixth or seventh. No, they're sixth, and the 49ers are seventh D. So two surprising teams defensive-wise battling baker mayfield looked really good last week him and jarvis landry finally had that connection and i think that's what they were hoping in the offseason that jarvis landry and odell beckham jr and baker mayfield were going to do absolute work all over the nfl but i don't think anyone actually looked at the Browns' schedule it's brutal it's absolutely brutal they got this game they got the 49ers this week they got i think the rams next week uh, the Patriots coming up, they got to find some fucking wins early because everyone had them as the Super Bowl champs, or at least going. They got to they gotta sneak some of these wins in. Uh, the 49ers, like I said, coming off the bye. They're 3-0. and I think they're an early season surprise for everybody. With Kyle Shanahan's offense, he's got 17 running backs out there, which is awesome, I guess, but it's working for him. You know, he's got... Matt Breida, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, who gets about a yard and a half a game, but he gets two touchdowns a game. So he's the goal line big guy. Telvin Coleman could be back this week, so someone's someone's out. It better not be Raheem Mostert. He's my fantasy running back. I traded him for uh, DJ Moore. Uh, the more I think about it, I think I want to slap myself in the dick for doing that. But they averaged about 175 yards on the game. That was leading the NFL, but obviously they're a week behind now, so they're second to the Ravens, which is no surprise there with Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson always running. I want to see Jimmy G get going. I want to see him throw the ball more. I want to see him get George Kittle involved for a big game. That's a great duo right there, potentially to be a great duo for a long time. So with the running game, Jimmy G, they're coming off the bye week, so they should be fresh, and they're at home. Uh, the home crowd's going to love seeing them try to get the 4-0, so they're going to be excited. It's primetime. It's Monday night. Uh, the Browns have what, been primetime every – have the Browns been primetime every game this year? That's disgusting. Like I said, I don't think anyone looked at the schedule. So, with that being said, fuck the Browns. They're going to lose again on Monday night to the 49ers. And the 49ers and Jimmy G and their 17-headed monster at running back are going to go to 4-0. The other games, I'm not talking about them because there's no need to talk about them, but i got to mention my Vikings. My Vikings are heading to the Giants. Uh, I still hate Kirk Cousins. He's a douchebag. He cannot find... Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen for whatever reason, but he needs to get his shit together. Throw them the ball. Let's get a win at New York and get to 3-2. and two. Uh, The Patriots are headed to Washington where they could potentially win 100 to nothing. It could be the first 100-point game that I ever see. I doubt it's ever happened, but it could be the first 100-point game ever as I'm projecting the Patriots to win 100 to nothing. The Redskins don't have a quarterback going into the game. Uh, They're going to make a huge mistake if they decide to start rookie 
uh, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins' career will be over before it starts. If for whatever reason they do do decide to start Dwayne Haskins, he should just when he says hike, he should have one knee on the ground at all times. Do absolutely nothing. Just take a knee. Don't ruin your career because mentally going up against the Patriots and their defense right now, that could scar the kid for life. So just do me a favor. I mean, don't do me a favor. Do the Redskins fans a favor. Don't start Dwayne Haskins. Go with Colt McCoy or Case Keenum. Leave Dwayne Haskins on the bench. But the Patriots are going to win 100 nothing. And then the other one is Mustache Magic. Jacksonville Jaguars going to see Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to keep the Mustache Magic going. And the Jags take down the Panthers in the battle of the backups. And that's all I got. Uh, I'm going to get back to the game. The A's are putting on some pressure. It's still 4-1 to in the bottom of the fourth. I'm going to catch AEW later, probably tomorrow night. And uh, enjoy the rest of your evenings, guys. Later.